0: Ocean conservation and science organisation Blue Cradle says marine invasive species are an ecological and economic threat to Pacific nations. The organization's founder, James Nikitine says species like algae and worms hitch rides on the hulls of ships and invade local ecosystems. The organisation has conducted two workshops within the last year in Auckland and French Polynesia on the issue. Mr Nikitin speaks with Caleb Fotheringham. Marine invasive species are a little unknown, or lesser known amongst the issues around the world affecting our ocean. And so when you think of shipping, over 90% of the ships globally are carrying our, our goods and services, our everyday you know, desires through containers. And so those ships can be vectors of a marine invasive species through their ballast waters and on their hulls. And also recreational sailing and boating can actually be vectors. I guess a small uh, shell, a mollusk, a worm, or an algae can actually penetrate these ballast waters or aggregate on the hulls of ships. And so they can travel around the world and actually invade your local ecosystem and have severe consequences. It's definitely something that you don't think about much. You think about invasive species on land. Can you give me some examples of some of these invasive species? So in New Zealand, we've got two invasive species that are being uh, looked at. One is called Sabella spallanzani. And so Sabella, so known as the Mediterranean fanworm was first uh, diagnosed in the, in the country in the mid 2000s and so since has been spreading north and south on both islands it's understood to have come from the mediterranean so it's a mediterranean fanworm that's spreading and it's basically uh, found in you know under the structures of wharfs and all over northland and also in uh, in littleton harbor and places like that so that's one example of a, of a worm that's not supposed to be here, but it's actually um, proliferating quite significantly in New Zealand waters on the coastlines. And so another, for, uh, for example, is an algae um, known as Enderia. And so Enderia is similarly proliferating. It's an Asian seaweed. Councils, you know, the Ministry of Primary Industries and, and Regional Councils and, and, and Iwi and Hapu, they're working together to, you know, manage these invasive species that are coming, entering from foreign ships throughout the country. But there there are others, and so I guess the the big question is, what are the others that may enter in the future and how can we mitigate and control and have strategies in place to actually protect our native uh, marine ecosystems and species? What about in the Pacific and the Pacific Island nations? Are they suffering from some of these marine invasive species as well? Yeah, so the, the workshop that we were Leading in September and, and March of this year was sponsored by the French Ministry of Foreign Affairs, the Fonds Pacifique, which is a Pacific-wide fund designed to support climate, environmental and socio-ecological projects across the South Pacific. So we formed a partnership with the KIOB in French Polynesia, Tahiti, uh, on the back of research projects that had been done between New Zealand and French Polynesia, between the Corseron Institute and the KIOB and the University of French Polynesia. And so the research was looking at invasive species in ports, in marinas, in the marinas of Papete and Punaouya, which is on the western coast of the main island of Tahiti. And so what they found is that through molecular sampling, that they found some presence of foreign species. And so when we were there last year, we found South African, for example, shells, oysters actually that were present there and were actually proliferating slowly. So there are definitely... Entering these countries from foreign places, and so our role is to get the data support the research that's necessary to understand where are these species coming from and how are they're proliferating and how they're multiplying and potentially taking over before that happens and, and actually has drastic consequences on the native ecosystems and the economies that depend on on them so is the situation getting worse well I think it's a little known issue, and I think if you think of marine invasive species it's not a very sexy topic. We made a short documentary called Unwanted Passengers to so just give a sense of how important the issue is and how widespread it is. If you think of the Caribbean and the lionfish, for example, the lionfish uh, is kind of a an iconic example of a, of an Indo-Pacific species that's settled in the Caribbean. And the strategy there is, is part of the economy. So they've actually taken one step further. And you can go in the Caribbean islands now and you can fish this fish and it's it's poisonous, so you have to get rid of the spikes. And once you've done that, you can use it as a as a food. You can use it as a as jewelry item. And so they they've moved further in the in the sense that they've adapted fully to the ecosystem and also to the socio economic ecosystem. Um, yeah, might I say? So I guess our strategy in the South Pacific will need to somehow potentially integrate some of those economic opportunities. If you think of uh, undaria, it's a seaweed. So if it's settled and it's already there, are there ways that we can use these seaweeds uh, for, for our own consumption? Potentially it's an edible seaweed, or could we use them for alternative materials? I think this conversation is still at its early stage here in New Zealand. I think there are opportunities to think about that in those terms, but I think we should be a lot more proactive in identifying and also cautious, because if we start encouraging these species, then the whole conversation moves towards an economic one we don't want to go down that route either but i guess for the south pacific and particularly for french polynesia and the cook islands and fiji where where our work is looking at is is the pearl farming industry and also fisheries artisanal fisheries and aquaculture they're on the first line in terms of the the consequences and impacts so if you want to be extra cautious the the strategy there is to really think about well how do we prevent these species from entering our waters in the first place, that's the first thing. And the second thing is then, how do we collect the data and how do we identify the gaps in order to make the right decision?